Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wrote the perfect song for this podcast intro. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody's Rona is drowning my mask drop. Somebody's cold cough. Is giving it shit. Guess I'll just close my eyes. Oh, yeah. Say it ain't so. Guys, whoa! <laughs> oh man! Wow! You, wow! Wait, were How you really playing happen? that mouth whistle? <laughs> that oh yeah, whistle yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, how did this happen? Um, so, okay, before we get into it, all right. So, we had a little outbreak in the studio, and it sucks because it happened. You know, we're pretty far into this, and it happened legit on the day that everyone got vaccinated. Yep. Oh, yeah. it couldn't be funny. It couldn't be more ironic timing. Like everyone went out and got vaccinated and then like people were like, is this just the symptoms or and then, yeah. you know, over the course of the last week, it's just been like everyone's been getting tested constantly and it's just been like half negatives, half positives. Yeah. So it's been rough. Um, Nick, I mean, you've had it kind of the worst. I think uh, I was. I think I might have been the super spreader. Yeah, zero <laughs> in the office, right? Yeah. So I think it was Monday when we were filming the Linus Tech Tips video that because it seems like everyone who was in that room got it as well. So yeah, we're in an enclosed space filming all day long, and mm-hmm. I just remember on Monday I'm like, man, I should turn the AC up. It's kind of hot in here. <laughs> now I know why <laughs> yeah. I felt like that. But yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh. I feel like we we'd just been like neoing these bullets, just dodging them for like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean like well, everybody has, long, so. you know? Yeah. Especially so, when when, when you're trying to film when you're trying to get together and film anything, like, you know, there's fifteen people, like you know, it, it's yep. it we and to everyone's credit, like everyone's been doing a very good job of of being conscious of it. Um, but I just think like, you know, there's been enough cases at this point. It's, it's been out there enough. Like, you know, it's, it's like any illness, like you're bound to come into contact with it at some point. And it's just, that was our time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel like freaking I'm in the matrix though, because I have no idea how I didn't get it. I I don't, I mean, maybe you have, maybe you have natural antibodies. Some people do. Yeah. 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 Or, uh, maybe it's a little bit of this. <laughs> did you did you did you get the vaccine? There's a vaccine for Matt? you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I was I was in the car with uh with Peter Griffin and Daniel and we were all like super hyped about it, you know, like oh we right. just got the vaccine. <laughs> oh hell yeah. We're <laughs> we're, you, we're in the clear now, you know. And was that last Monday or was that what was that? Like last That was on mid last week. Thursday. I, I think that okay. was a, Thursday. Yeah, we went on Thursday, yeah. So we're about a week in of getting yeah. the vaccine. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Griffin got it. Uh, and then Daniel, me, and Peter are still testing negative. So it's yeah. like and, and, and Ren. Yeah, and and Ren. Yeah, mm-hmm. which so. is odd because he was in the room with us filming, as was sure. Peter. But yeah. he Matt, he got vaccinated was, earlier than everyone Ren else. Ren did get his vaccine. So it could have been that he just didn't show symptoms. Mm. But he did get tested, didn't he? So he said. I believe he did. Because you can yeah. still get Rona if you have a vaccine. Right. But you just don't get symptoms as bad. Yeah, and I thought it was more like you, you pass it on less, too. Like, you're not, you're not really passing so. it on. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't get tested positive till freaking yesterday. And Which is crazy. Just right. for the Super record, delayed. that's like seven days. That's a full week after I started exhibiting symptoms. So right. that's crazy. I mean, when they say it takes 10 days to like gestate. Uh, I mean, that's apparently case, true. That's a key yeah. example right there. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting. Unless I picked it up from like, I guess if I maybe I missed it on the Monday session, but then I got it from Nico on the Thursday session. Could have been. But so I don't at, know. At, at this point, I know more people who have gotten it than have not. Well, uh, yeah, I in, guess. in my close in my close group of of friends and stuff, like, did you have it? I did not, but uh, all of my neighbors did. Wow! And uh, and then now half of the studio has. Um, oh. So that you know, and then all the black rifle guys pretty much did. Oh. That's like a, like <laughs> two like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're up to five now in the studio. Mm-hmm. Five total. Wow. Gosh. So what's and what's weird testing. is that sometimes like people who live together, one person will get it and the other person won't, even though they were like in the same circumstances and interesting. Um, yeah, but I guess that's kind of like you know, like sometimes that happens with other illnesses too. Um, so, but it seems like given the high rate of contagiousness, that that wouldn't be the case. But yeah. It definitely is very contagious. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Nick and Christian, that, how how are you guys feeling? Let's see. So I started getting symptoms on Tuesday, I think. Um, even though I was, I guess, spreading it on Monday. I started feeling <laughs> like shit on Tuesday. Peaked like Wednesday, Thursday with a fever. Um, Thursday, I lost my taste, my smell. Still haven't gotten it back. Um, and, uh, but you know, it's just been a slow getting better since then, you know, every day I feel better, but still just overall like sick feeling this, uh, you know, but honestly I've had worse flus before. I mean, my, my fever was not that high comparatively. Um, and you know, I felt much worse. It's kind of like a cold without the actual congestion. One of the worst parts was the sinus pain. And I've heard this from a couple other people was like, it feels like there's something stuck up in your sinus and it gives you kind of that headache behind your eyes. Um, mm. And that happened right as I lost my smell and my taste. So it's probably correlated. But uh, that went away after a couple of days. So this week it's just been waking up every day feeling a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it continues. So. What have you been doing? Just getting rest and like drinking water and all the normal Dude, stuff? All I do is hydrate. Literally, yeah, I just... <laughs> All I do like, is hydrate. All I all do is hydrate. <laughs> no, really. I mean, that's, you know, the appetite's been so-so, especially when you can't taste or smell. So yeah. um, kind of, you know, it's like, Barbar- who, who is it, Barbarossa? Or was it Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. wine turns, yeah, it, it, wine and, wa- and food turns to ash in your <laughs> mouth. Yeah. So that's what it's like. But um, To taste nothing, to feel nothing. Dude. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's been a little bit of like uh cabin fever going on though trying to get out and do a walk every day trying to yeah. play some guitar every day what what have you been doing for food sustenance throughout all this <sighs> amazon fresh man yeah so, sorry to uh plug bezos here um, <laughs> but, i mean it's convenient it is, man thirty three thousand dollars three thirty three hundred dollars stock price jeez that's crazy, so, man. It's I've nuts. just been doing that and uh, cooking, cooking a lot. So good. Yeah. Eating a lot of citrus. Yeah, I have a completely <laughs> different experience. Help? I mean, I could, I wasn't feeling anything at all. I was like, kind of like, you know, feeling pretty good about it because everyone was rolling in with the negatives. I'm like, man, I think I, I dodged a bullet. I feel pretty healthy. I like even kept working out over the weekend. 
Um, and then it was just like went to bed on Monday night and I just kind of had the sweats and woke up on Tuesday and it just felt like, uh, fatigued and like, I guess my bones just kind of felt achy, but I like, that was kind of it, but I was just like, this is kind of weird. So that's when I went and got tested and then it came back positive. So, um, I mean, but otherwise like, yeah, taste and smell still intact, just a little kind of like tired and sore kind of thing. And. There's like a cough, but I feel like that's like totally mental. Like I'm only coughing when I think about it. It's not like, you know, it's totally like I'm forcing myself to That's kind of how mine is. Exactly. It's it's not like it, like you get that tickle or like the phlegm coming. It's just like. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't have any phlegm. I'm just kind of like, uh, uh, I need to cough. Like I just, it's weird, but otherwise so far, like it's like a dry cough. feel healthy. It's just, yeah, at the night it's a little sweaty and. I don't know. All right. Well, it's since since we're all sharing our symptoms <laughs> over here, <laughs> What's uh, <up? laughs> there there was actually some craziness just getting the vaccine. It was it was like a lot like more intense than I thought it was going to be. Which one mm. did you get? Uh, we got the the J and J, the old Johnson pre. You got that pre band J and J. Yeah, yeah, the pre band. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I got. Too. Yeah, that's the real spicy stuff. <laughs> That's like the four loco when it first came yeah, out. Right, right. Exactly. Like, I yeah. might die. I might not. I don't know. We'll still find out. Now, do you guys think it's like right that they banned the Johnson and Johnson vaccine? Because well, they they, po- they had paused it. They paused oh, okay. it. They're gonna yeah. do more trials. Yeah, which is I, fair. Was it only six people or? That's what I heard. Six I women know. got it. Yeah, got got one of them critical. One who passed. They were like blood yeah. blood clots or something, right? Yeah, it's uh-huh. um. I mean, it's a tough call because you know they're. But not that I'm an expert in this. I'm just going to say, like, from an outside perspective, the thing that you need to maintain is, like, the integrity of when the FDA says this is good, you know? Yeah. And so I think that is probably more up in the mind than, than like, the, 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 the cost to value or the, you know, ratio of, of, like, what that is. Because, obviously, like, if you lose that integrity, you know, it's very, very hard to get back. Yeah especially in a time like this. So that, I mean, maybe that's where their heads are at, but I don't know. I don't know enough about it to speak beyond that, honestly. Yeah. I think there's enough, there's enough options out there that I, I don't think it's a bad thing that they recalled it and tried, tried to like, you know, really, uh, uh, get it working right. Um, I but think you got, but you got in just in time, Matt. And I got it just in time. Yeah. <laughs> and you said you felt symptoms the like, cause it seems like oh, most yeah. people in our studio did yeah. after they got it. Yeah, it was it was actually it was pretty intense because like you say they say that it's like one day, you know, one and done. And I was like, oh, it's well, then it's not going to really be that bad. Um, And I think everyone is affected a little bit differently by it. But for me, it was like body aches everywhere. Um, It actually lasted like two Mm -hmm. days where I was like pretty, pretty shot. Um, And then uh, and then into the weekend, I was still feeling a little bit like, you know drowsy and just just it, it felt like you know everything that you'd feel from in terms of like body aches and everything uh from a flu but without all the other symptoms like you know there wasn't there was no okay. congestion or sore throat or anything like that but okay. um yeah it was pretty intense it wasn't not mm. uh not my favorite couple do of you days. feel like a million bucks now uh no i feel the same <laughs> i feel about the same maybe a little bit more vaccinated than i was before but that's about it yeah um, yeah. can, are you supposed to get it? I don't know if this is, this isn't, this is our impromptu science course, but are you, <laughs> are you supposed to get it after you've had it? Like Nick, are you supposed to go out and get it? Cause you didn't get the vaccine. No, I, you, I was literally you feeling were about the full to. effects. And then everyone, you guys posted that, like that photo of everyone with their shots. I'm like, <laughs> no. and the worst su- timing. And you're not supposed to get it while you have it. That's for sure. No. And right. what I've heard is they want you to wait. I think what is it? 90 days, I believe. Oh, I, so man. I've heard everywhere from one month from some people. And then I've heard three months from others, 90 days. So, you know, they, they say you're supposed okay. to get it, but you're supposed to wait. Cause I guess you have these antibodies already, you know, that, that natty vaccine. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll probably just wait a while, but it seems like the information's changing quite frequently on this. So yeah, well, yeah, we'll you know, we're see. constantly learning. Yeah. Like, think about how much different the perception of this is than what it was a year ago. Yeah. Like, everything <sighs> from everything from just, like, what we know to how to deal with it to what you should and shouldn't do, depending on who you are and, and how you are. So, yeah. Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy that it's been over a year. Oh, since, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. All that down. Yeah. It's been, it's been a hell of a year. What is up, my sons and daughters? That's right. Today's episode is sponsored by Storyblocks, and I'm here to tell you why we use them all the time at Corridor Digital and why you should consider using them too. They're the one-stop shop for all of our stock asset needs, meaning that anytime we need high-quality B-roll, audio assets, After Effects templates, motion graphics, things like that, we head on over to storyblocks.com slash CorridorCast, and with our unlimited all-access plan, we scour the virtually unlimited library that they have for the fresh pieces of B-roll and stock assets that we need. They are constantly updating that virtually unlimited library, so we almost never run into the same thing twice, and with that all access plan, it's royalty free. So it's easy, it's simple to use, it's high quality, and you can use it in anything. And if you're part of a team, they also have enterprise plans which allow larger teams to get on there and for all of them to have access. If you guys are interested, consider checking it out. That's storyblocks.com slash cast. All right, see you guys later. Back to the podcast. I mean, good news is, you know, especially for y'all Californians out there, uh, the 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 tale of uh, tr- of cases has significantly dropped off, and and that's with reopening. Um, you know, yep. same thing, same thing out here in Texas. It's uh, they continue to drop off, and everything's open. So that's I see that as all good. Good. Yeah, we should um, be all better after it. You know, we'll all be antibodies and we'll know we've had it or, you know, some people I, have had I'm, it and gotten vaccinated. So my biggest concern is like my mother-in-law, you know, yeah, she, no, totally. she lives with us. She's in her sixties. Like, yeah. you know, she's doesn't have the greatest like health record to begin with. She's not like in rough shape or has any like significant underlying causes, but at the same time, I'm just like, uh, you know, yeah, that's my biggest concern. I think that's the concern, the elderly folks, the people with yeah. pre-existing conditions, you know, I, th- you know, is it, is it worth the response? Lots of people have, you know, different opinions on that, but oh yeah, I, I know that, you know, I was scared for my grandparents and even my parents, yeah. you know, it's right. not like they're crazy old or anything, but still. That guy's like 95. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I, so, I, oh, go yeah. ahead, Nick. Oh, I was going to say, like, it, it's really cool that, like, every, like, elderly person I know at least has been vaccinated. So, you know, we're getting yeah. there. So, yeah. I was no, finally no, able to break my grandpa out of the retirement home. Just uh, go up with a crowbar, break Dude, him out. They wouldn't let anyone visit. They wouldn't let them out. I can't imagine wow. being in there for a year. Well, because, like, yeah, th- that, yeah, that, you know, that makes more sense to me than, like, having kids wear masks, you know, because, mm. like, Cause like you think about an outbreak in a school with a bunch of kids, it's like, well, you know, they're kids, they're, the, the death rate's really low. They're, they're not gonna, you know, and even like our age, you know, we, we had this mini outbreak and it's like, yeah, yeah people are feeling pretty, pretty bad, but they're not, you know, no one is at risk of, yeah. of any further complications or anything, but you imagine an outbreak at a place like that, like, yeah. oh, son, you know, There's it's good already, for it. right. So uh, but anyways, I, what I really wanted to get to was like, okay, when you're creating, all, we're creating, we're releasing five videos a week right now. Like, what do you do when like half of the people that you're working with like are are just out, you know? <laughs> like, how, how do you, how do you bear that as a, as a creator? That's really what I want to talk about today. Interesting. I feel like we were set up for a little bit more success, um, partly because of circumstance of like the videos we were releasing this week, mm-hmm. but also because we were, we'd like been working remotely, you know, since, I mean, we had like two months when we were almost working remotely entirely. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like that gave us the tools we need to be able to like at least keep communication up and stuff. But no, I mean, it's limiting, man. And like, you know, this line is tech tips video, you'll notice that the latter part of the video is all shot from Nico's backyard. Right. Um, so you have to adapt and find ways to tell the story you're trying to tell just well from home. So, yeah, the, the infrastructure thing, like the digital infrastructure, I mean, we have this pretty extensive discord server now that didn't exist a year ago. Um, you know, remember when we first started and we were trying to figure out like, okay, what platform should we use and all that stuff? 
Um, thankfully, we got we got our internal servers fi- figured out via Kim and Spencer. But then, you know, when, then we started using Discord, and it, and it's just it really is adaptable for us. I think like with the video ch- channels, the text channels, like the the subgroups, all that stuff. Um, that's been really really nice. Um, and having that in our back pocket to just kind of like constantly, I mean, we're constantly using it, but just to have it there to, to lean on, you know, is, Mm -hmm. is a really, really good thing. Like we, and that's been built up over the course of the last year. You think like if, if we would have got hit early or, you know, in, in other circumstances, if you just have half your people out from any other illness, like you don't have that. You just have to put everything on pause. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's and, almost yeah, yeah, it's almost like we had this pandemic response already going because, like you said, like we made the Discord server because of the first wave and when we all went into lockdown and like that was us adapting and figuring out how to make that situation work. And so, you know, now that we're actually getting hit by it, it's like a hybrid of it because mm-hmm. you know some people can go in and do it, but like we still had that infrastructure like ready to go. So it's super helpful. I didn't feel like we had to you know delay too much or change too much up this week at least. Uh, because yeah. we had that it also it created like a kind of a, a stepping stone for jake for you to be able to work remotely and make that That's like true. that was only possible really through discord oh um, yeah yeah for, for you to be able to just like you know pick up virtual jake Texas. popping <laughs> yeah. up on my computer just turn into e jake <laughs> Yeah, EJ. Yeah. yeah. It made it feel like you were still in the studio in a lot of ways. And that's like, that was super important. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, um, I think like critical. That's why whenever I'm talking about like my experience of like now working remotely all the time or 90% of the time that I always tell people like that, that lockdown was a blessing in disguise for us because it allowed us to come up with that and then for us to carry that over when i moved and uh yeah it's i mean honestly it's been pretty smooth um all things considered uh for for how much you know like and like nick you know the other day you and sam and i were filming something together Mm -hmm. even though you guys were in la and i was out here i had you on discord and i had my camera set up right here And you guys were walking me through like the scene we were because how how would we have been able to do that otherwise? It would have because it's such a it's such this an interactive the, uh, the little lower thirds guys Sam popping yeah. up for the uh, functional filmmaking for any context like, like they were literally able to direct you <clears throat> while yeah. being in completely different you know areas. Right, you could have you could have written me an email. <laughs> yeah, you <could> try <laughs> you know? this. And try like, these things, or you could have called me, but it like. You know, being able to visually see me and then see me do the takes and then like give your give your natural just direct response to it is so much better yeah. than than doing doing things other ways. So, yeah, I think the first takeaway is like, you know, for people out there that are kind of wondering like, well, how how do how do we get through situations like this? The first and foremost thing is don't wait to have your infrastructure in place, you know. Um, and now, well, ours sort of occurred serendipitously. We, we did have Slack and we were transitioning like to a more digital method of communication prior to the lockdowns last year, mm-hmm. but that obviously sped it up. But I guess, you know, saying like, don't wait because you want those infrastructures in place so that when you do have a rainy day, you have something to, to fall back on and call back on that that's already there and that's already functioning. Um, so that's been, I think yeah. something I've been thinking about. Um, and I, I think we'll see lasting impacts in our workflow. I mean, we already have, we, we use discord every single day. I mean, I communicate with people when I'm in the studio with people over discord. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's easier than going and searching, you know, right. it's yeah. now like right. the yeah. studio is like huge and sometimes you lose people. Right. So it just ping them on discord. So yeah, I mean, that Imagining a time when we didn't have Discord now is kind of weird. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, how did we shop thumbnails? And, like, how did we, like... Oh, yeah, dude, no, you guys were just, like... I, I remember just... when I when I first started working here, like, the, the whole thing was just on, like, a freaking a whiteboard. <laughs> you guys were all just standing around, like, mad scientists, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. trying to concoct thumbnails. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you did this? 
Sure. And it's like then a beautiful mind. Like, just yeah, like it was. Like, <laughs> it, it was, man. And then we'd stand around and critique each other and like critique the, the framing with these janky hand drawn draw erase board images yeah like like, hieroglyphics you'd have to like walk over to griffin's desk where he can just upload like hey here's a version what do you guys think and it's like so much more efficient it's yeah and quite frankly it was a little distracting sometimes because y'all would get into arguments about it and stuff and i'd just be here trying to edit oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. got a little a little rowdy (laughs) and then and then we would constantly reference google trends (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah still do google still trends do. was our was our de- i mean it still is yeah it's our like I, I don't know if you all invest out there but like the the idea of having google trends is basically the equivalent of our stock price checker <laughs> where we go in yeah. and we check the tr- the history of the usage of terms over time to see if they're commonly used and relevant compared to other terms it's actually a really useful tool very if you're trying to figure out how to max out your uh, your title, like I guess beef it up. How how popular, how well it's gonna perform. Google trend it, you know, like is it we made a new Scorpion King or we built a new Scorpion King? Hmm, I can't decide. Go to Google Trends. Maybe yeah. it'll let you know, you know. Um Ren so actually mentions well. that in his in as one of his techniques in his functional filmmaking episode. Oh nice. Yeah, which comes out next week. Plug, shameless plug. Shameless. Um, How dare but yeah. Wait, did a Sam's episode drop today? Uh, I dropped. Yeah. yeah, I dropped it last night. Hey. Um, dude, what's going on out there? Ooh. Is there an emergency? Oh, Freaking! I live in downtown LA, man. It's all happening all the time. Okay, now. you probably got a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. You got probably got a helicopter right outside of your window, man. Probably. Christian's on the hundredth floor of some sky rise <laughs> down there now. <laughs> he hears all the sounds of yeah. like downtown. Sound like the eight hundredth floor. That high how, rise living, dude. How tall is that building, Christian? I don't know if he can hear us. He might have stepped away. Yeah, he did. He went to go ask them. He's like, "Hey, can you pipe down, please?" <laughs> I'm filming over hey, here. Don't, don't fly in airspace, space, please. <laughs> Come how, on. T- how tall is that building you're in? Uh, thirty three. Okay, I'm on the twenty ninth. Okay, so um, yeah. It's very high. I've never, I'm not scared of heights, but I definitely don't put myself voluntarily into high situations, like if I can avoid it. And when I went out onto your balcony and looked over, yeah, I'm surprised at how many people kind of get sketched out when they like, like, they're like, whoa, Whoa, like they don't want to like lean over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It kind of hits you like, wow, I'm looking straight down. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I can remember when um, I was a kid and my dad was like, okay, we're going to paint the house this summer. And my dad was a carpenter, so he he knew what he was doing and he he built houses and he'd, you know, and so we had this scaffolding and it was like three stories high, this scaffolding on this one side of the house. Every, and I was, I was pretty young. So I, I, every time I'm in a, a very high up situation, I, I always remember that scaffolding and it was, you know, and I don't know if you've ever been on scaffolding. It's not. It's not oh. like being on a balcony of a well-built <laughs> yeah. building. It, it, it sways in the wind, and it's, it moves, and it rickets. And, and it's all tied together with, like, these little clamp downs, you know, by hand. Jeez. Sketchy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not that sketchy, but at the same time, like, people fall off of it pretty regularly. So it's... <laughs> so it sounds like it's kind of sketchy. It's a little sketchy. <laughs> it's yeah. a little, ske- <laughs> it's a little, a little sketchy. bit sketchy. I saw yeah. this thing about scaffolding. Sorry, Christian. No, 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 go ahead. You hit it. So apparently in New York City, the scaffolding industry is like mm. a huge, well, some people say racket, some people say business, because yeah. apparently buildings in New York, so this, I don't know the date, but I think in like the 50s it was, some lady, a brick fell off a building, like the siding of a building fell off and killed a lady. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, the city had put in an ordinance that says like, it's something crazy, something crazy small, like. Every like 15 years or so, um, I'm probably saying this wrong, but like there's a crazy high turnaround for when you have to reside your whole building, you have to get it inspected, redone. So the scaffolding industry has become this like billion dollar industry and like there's never not scaffolding in New York now. Oh, and yeah. it's a huge problem because it's super like people hate it. People have to walk under it. It's like a huge health concern apparently. So it's just this whole thing and it's just... You would never think that scaffolding is like this huge controversial thing, but basically 
if you're, it's like one more expense of being a, a business owner or a building owner in New York is guess what? Every couple of years you got to pay the scaffolding Im- mob. I can't even you know, imagine like, the mob. trying to own oh, gosh, a building, dude. trying to own a building in Manhattan. Like I cannot even the amount of the amount of nonsense you would have to deal with on yeah. a daily basis is beyond imagine like just imagine what Steve went through when he had to when they came down because there was that big fire in that artist's building in Oakland up oh, north that yeah. warehouse Remember? Yeah. yeah yeah and it killed a bunch of people and then you know eventually the la- they went after the landlord because the violations were so egregious like it, it was it was it was a situation where the, the law is saying how could you not have done something um because nobody else would have allowed it like how how they had it and steve's the way that steve had the building like back in the day was you know a a, a tiny version of that in the sense that you know people had built out on like parts of the studios without you know any yeah. sort of supervision or professional contractors or <laughs> anything at all do you remember what four looked like like yeah. 10 years ago it was like a little shanty town inside four in studio five. Oh, sorry studio, studio five. five yeah yeah, yeah. It, there was like literally sub buildings it felt like you were in a little like japanese fishing village or something because they had like the japanese paper walls everywhere like it was, was it? It. it was so odd. It was yeah. this guy, Che, that used to live out of there, and he had it subletted to six different people at any <laughs> given time. Oh, my God. And, and he lived in there. Oh, and, his, and And at, at one point, uh, the male, uh, Spencer was telling me this, for, for Studio 5, they had over 20 different addresses going to that studio. Oh, my gosh. And I, I still remember, uh, like, when ele- when elections would come around and they'd send out the mail-in ballots, like, how many mail-in ballots <laughs> would arrive? It's like a whole forest. <laughs> Dude, it was like a, all these different names. Like you, it's, could, uh, you could rig good an election gosh. just from that location. <laughs> Dude, it, it's, it, it was wild. It was just like the Wild West down there. And wow. so anyways, this building burned down in uh, Oakland, and it was an artist building. Yeah. And then the city of L.A. obviously you know, started thinking, oh, well, we don't want that to happen to us. We got to do everything we can. So they went, they went to all the, 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 the residential art zoned buildings that were the same zoning as the one that burned down up North. And they just hammered the landlords. Now imagine that, but in New York, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, well, that was a stretch of Steve coming in and he had to put in like five fire extinguishers at like every entrance yep. like he came in and just did everything to make sure yeah that he wasn't gonna get sit in that situation and then his his brickest his, his brick, brick his brickest, yeah. he had to go up against this guy that uh yeah we, we put this out in a quarter crew video but steve was going on one day about this guy who he had to pass inspections through and the guy was we we started calling him a brickest, a brickest. because he was so unrationally anti-brick building yeah. that it, like there was no other word for this guy just hates bricks yeah i hate it when they're stacked up i see a brick stacked up we should show him our concrete jenga video he'd love that oh yeah 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 that'd be perfect we should get his email from steve oh, just man. send, just it, send to it to him, him. Dude, yeah. i wonder what happened like yeah. I, I think the <laughs> We were saying like his daughter was like killed in a brick accident. His daughter was that lady in the fifties yeah, yeah. in New yeah, York. Exactly. Like, maybe maybe yeah. that was his like great grandmother. No, it's funny. It. We we studied that case in law school. I remember that case. It's oh, a pretty wow. famous okay. case. Yeah, um, about negligence and stuff. Interesting. Um, yeah. But the same. So New York is full of this this stuff, and and we don't really think about it out west, you know, because like the that the history of how it was built is a little bit different. But um, for example, the reason why I think it's LaGuardia airport uh, doesn't have um, subway access is because of the taxi union in the 1970s Mm. when LaGuardia was built, they lobbied against the subway going to the, to the airport. So all the subways end within like a mile of LaGuardia and then you have hmm. to take a taxi. It, it's oh. it's it's the most janky like ret like reverse way of doing something. Those unions, um, man. They're powerful. 
dude yeah and then i could totally see the same thing going down for the for the uh scaffolding oh dude it's a mob i'm pretty sure it's a mob. have you ever like, seen hey, um, you need some scaffolding have you ever seen the other guys with oh, will yeah. ferrell and, yeah. and and mark Wahlberg? It's and Will, Farrell, Will Ferrell's on the case about a scaffolding violation. <laughs> I forgot that, but it's extremely <laughs> yeah. relevant, man. I yeah, gotta rewatch yeah. that. Oh, long. that movie, man. That's what I, desk pop is from, right? Yeah. Yes. That all the time. Yeah. Yes. Like, what, you never had a desk pop? Uh, <laughs> a little... Hey, Swanson, when was your last desk pop? Uh, <laughs> September 08. <laughs> Oh, you haven't done that, a desk like pop? You've never done a desk pop? No, let, me tell you, let me tell you something. We honor the flag, and you crap all over it when you don't do a desk pop. Really? Guys, uh, guys, I don't need to do a desk pop. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And then he does it. Yeah. And then everyone freaks out. Like, That's uh, become a household term now with like me and my gaming buddies, whatever. If someone accidentally <laughs> fires their weapon in like, PUBG desk or like, whatever. Yeah. Go, oh, shit. Sorry. I was just desk yeah. pop. Sorry. Dude, we do the same thing. Yeah. It's too a relevant. Desk pop. It's so good, man. I watch that movie like once a year just to, just to stay fresh on the takes. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Oh, man. I just rewatched it's... Eastbound and Down and I forgot Will Ferrell's cameo in that is yes. like the weirdest thing ever. He's, the, ca- he's the car salesman. Yeah, he's the car yeah. salesman, dude. He's just, oh, man. That show um, is amazing. So funny. So funny. Poor Stevie, man. Most tragic character in television, I think, Stevie. Yeah. Like, no one gets the bottom side of the boot like him but. no yeah <laughs> you know it's coming though so at least you know that <laughs> he welcomes yeah it. that uh that show and trailer park boys are i mean oh, i think eastbound classic. and down has a little bit more like known recognition but trailer park boys is Wendy, Wendy doesn't understand it i think it's a masterpiece <laughs> dude that's <laughs> same with erica as well she there's you either like it or you don't. And like, yeah, I feel like those who do, it's like, it has the ability when you hear that opening theme song to just like calm you. And like, mm-hmm. it just takes you away to this place for that such a low budget song, show. It's, yeah. It's insane. The atmosphere they're able to build in that show. Right. Uh, and the backstories and the, like the writing so is, funny, cons- the writing is consistent. It's so yeah. consistent through, through the seasons and through the episodes. It's, oh it's, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to make something like that feel authentic. Like you're actually in in there, like as if it's a you know <laughs> right. documentary, and it really yeah. feels like it with it's that show. Some it's some like Saskatchewan or like Alberta trailer park, like in the middle of the, yeah. the country yeah. of Canada. It's so Nova good. Scotia, maybe I think. Um, uh, no, Nova Scotia's on the east. It's it, I think it's set in Saskatchewan. Really? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, who knows? Uh, that's that's what a Canadian told me anyway. <laughs> it's a it's a real gem. Um, that that intro song is actually an old uh, honky tonk like country country and western song. Yeah. Just sampled. That that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I it's could, sampled. I could see that. Mm-hmm. It's it's really funny like seeing also like how they like the ch- trailer park actually changes over the years because they had to get different sets and then yeah. like eventually they like built their own custom one. But dude, those guys are oh man. I, they have such a good thing going to be able to just go out and make something and just like goof around and yeah. improv it a lot of it, you know. No um, lighting. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Zero lighting. <laughs> Zero ever. lighting. What? I don't have to did worry you, about anything else but the comedy. Did you really? mean point the camera and hit record? Because I, <laughs> I heard you say something else. I'm pretty sure the director, like at least for the first seasons, is just the one rolling camera, you know, and kind of just like yeah, like off the off the cuff directing. So. It'd be it's, interesting to get. I think um, Harley knows those guys. It'd be interesting to get them. Um, it is such a, a like the Canadian entertainment industry. I've come to find out is a very small world. So he probably knows them. Um, okay. Well, he, my friend Keith, actually uh, knows a guy who knows like them and stuff. So it's very small. It's all everyone knows each other. But yeah, because it's a pretty small, or it used to be a smaller industry, obviously than Hollywood. So. Those guys really broke out, you know, in the comedy uh, mm-hmm. genre there. But, yeah, now you have Toronto and Vancouver that are. Yeah, know, I mean, it's pretty pretty got, robust. Uh, Stephen Fleet shooting the boys out in Toronto. Yeah, they're out there shooting season three. Yeah, man. Yeah. Got to have him back on the friend reaction. of the show. That was such a fun episode, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was. Come back, Stephen. Come on but, back. Yeah. But yeah, so 
I mean, back to the, you know, what do we do when, when people, people are out? I mean, let me, we, cause we had to move around a few videos, um, you know, to, to, yeah. to accommodate for this. And that's the other thing that I wanted to mention, like being ahead on your work, um, is not something we always have, but like, fortunately, because we were kind of, we had a few videos that were either in process, in progress, or were already meat racked. Um, <laughs> meat rack. What do you mean by that, Jake? Oh, <laughs> have we not used rack? that term? I don't think so, so we have, we have a, know. we have a colloquial, is that, is that the right word? A colloquialism? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we have one of those, um, when we refer to any time, we have a video that's either in the can or done already. Um, and it's just waiting to be released. We call it a meat rack video because it's on the meat rack. You know, you, yeah, you're, you're saving it. You're saving it, it for winter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The longer it's on the rack, the drier it gets. It's true. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it gets get a little too dry. And you got to <laughs> no, no, throw no, it the, out. The Sometimes cris- we have those the crispier scraps, it like, gets. Yeah. Yeah. The crispier we'll, we'll, we'll it gets. Those little morsels. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those off. crispy bits they get mm-hmm. too dry sometimes you know like yeah, the bottom yeah. of the jerky bag when it's just like oh i don't want mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. yeah but, yeah i mean, came from our winter break right because yep, yep over the last two years we've made sure that we still have some episodes coming out over the winter break whereas before we kind of just took our vacation and let it go but yeah. um, right to make sure that we had some react episodes come up we had to meet rack some episodes early and that's just that's where the term comes from so we had that and we we had uh well there's a special note announcement on Friday, by the way. No I don't think we should talk snap. about that. Let's save it for the video. But um this there's video's a coming note. out the same day. So yeah, same same day as this. So you'll probably have seen it on Corridor Crew. There's a big note announcement. So we had that. And then also we had this viral decade video. So what is the viral decade video? Well, ten years ago, roughly, in in March in like mid to late March, uh, Sam and Nico dropped the original Minecraft the Last Minecart video. So we said, Hey, let's do a like challenge where we make a bunch of renders that are inspired by that. And then, you know, it'll be this collection of, of challenge renders. And then we'll also sell them as NFTs. And then we'll, we'll drop the uh, Minecraft video as well. And it'll kind of be this whole like event type type piece and you know through the course of some things like happening with some of the other videos you know the insta 360 video that we did a few weeks back getting pushed around then you know us having to accommodate for the 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 phase two launch of the website we had this thing in the can and it was kind of floating around so fortunately uh it it hit this this virus hit at the same time that we were getting ready to release that so Thankfully, Dean is still functional. And Nick, you've been, I mean, surprisingly very highly productive, I think, throughout. Yeah, I mean, this week I have. But last week, man, I mean, this Linus Tech Tips video that came out, well, today. Today is, uh, what, Wednesday? Yeah. If anyone's wondering, that's when we're recording this. So this Linus collab just dropped today, but we actually were supposed to put that out on Sunday, um, last Sunday. So, But because that was my, my edit... And I was like hit with this flu and Corona. Right. It was just like, ah, oh, gosh. And, you know, like I was very, I was kind of stressing about it because it's like, it's not just a normal crew video. There's a whole other video being made in Canada by Linus and his team. Yeah. <laughs> and not to mention Anthony, like slaving over this Mac, like getting yeah. it working, getting everything to like the screen capture, which was like a huge thing. Like, so there's all this stuff going into it and it's just like, fuck. Now I went and got coronavirus, and it's like I have no energy to now work on this. Now you done and went and got the rota. I know. So, yeah, I mean, luckily we had the flexibility, and they were cool about it. But, yeah. you know, you yeah, do get more, more and more locked in to the schedule. That, as, was uh, about, uh, that was about the worst that we had to change things around, though, honestly, yeah. because we had sort of other things that were already prepped. Um, yes. So that's, that's, I guess, my second my second tip is like, you know, if you can just be a little bit ahead on stuff, you know, yeah. then you're, you're, you know, you combine that with having something that's an infrastructure that's in place, plus being a little bit ahead and, you know, you can, you can spend a little bit on the rainy days. Yeah. And you can be just prepared for these situations. Don't um, take that for granted. I do not sure. take that for granted. Cause we, 
<laughs> I've never been ahead until like well this year really. So <laughs> yeah, it's only because we've expanded the team and you know also yeah. you know I think the nature of our schedule just like I said it's it's a little bit more locked than it used to be. So that can be a good thing because it yeah. gets you ahead a little bit. If you know, hey, yeah. in three weeks I have to do this video. It's like well I can shoot it now. You know right. if we have time. So that's did you nice. did you see uh, that Linus and Anthony like Anthony is Linus's Spencer totally yeah oh, did, yeah. You, oh, did yeah. you see that I, I was so jealous when I saw that guy I was like <laughs> they have a Spencer <laughs> damn it man I mean uh, if only we had a Spencer I know did you should you say what 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 the context of that of that <laughs> curse is <laughs> I I mean. We well, we were trying to hire Spencer, but yeah, you know, um, he ended up just getting hired by stress level zero. <laughs> oh, that's what happened, yeah, okay. yeah, gotcha. that is what happened, yeah. So, at least he's still down the hall, you know, totally. We, we can we can do the totally. summit where we all yell Spencer at the same time, and he'll and show up, he always yeah. shows up. Yeah, so I'm yeah, that, that's the one thing, like, I, I would have been heartbroken had we not had that at least, you know. Um, but given that we can still do the Spencer call, I feel, yeah. you know, I feel like it's like that emergency button just in case right. we always have it. Right. Um, yeah, the Spencer signal in the sky. Yeah. yeah. I could probably yeah. do it right we here. Should, we should put and one on the building. We should put yeah. a Spencer, a Spencer light on the oh building. Oh my gosh. Yes. What would can, it be? What would the signal, what would the, the sign be? Can we actually, can we make a quarter crew <laughs> video about that? A, a cool S. Cool S. Okay, so so Spencer Spencer was living he he was living in San Diego County. Now he's obviously he's moving back up. Um, He's worked with Brandon and Stress Level Zero for years, so it totally makes sense why you know he's he's going that route, and that's he's gonna do like he's gonna crush over there. But when when he moves back up, we should find out where he lives, and then uh, put up a a light on top of the building. And then see see if we can actually come up with a legitimate Spencer, <laughs> Spencer signal. Signal. I um, think if we could work something out with stress level zero, so we we could at least have a beacon that illuminates in their studio when we need. You know, yeah, yeah, something like that. I think I think that's a good video idea. A beacon that, yeah, I guess we could settle for a beacon that illuminates. It'd be way that's cooler like, if, if we went up to and, the roof, though. And a fireman's pole too that goes sideways. <laughs> Well, you need some way to get Spencer outside to see the beacon. So you need like a light that says, Spencer, go outside. And then you have the beacon when, once he goes out there. You know. Well, if he lives like Christian, maybe we can get him to live next to you. Oh, then, dude, you'll see this. You'll see that spotlight if you put it up in the sky for sure. Because then we can, the yeah, we can color it a certain color. And then, you know, obviously the whole like symbol isn't actually, that's a, Thing. I don't know if most people think about that, but like if you put the bat symbol on a giant floodlight and then launched it at the sky, it would just become completely diffused and <laughs> totally obscured and you wouldn't be able to see it at all. Unless uh, the actual scrim was like way far away from the light source. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, it's like right true. there. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And it was yeah. hitting a cloud that was perfectly flat yeah. on the bottom. Semantics. And yeah. Eh, details. Eh, <laughs> reality. Anyway, if you guys want to see a Spencer signal, let us know because yes. I, I personally would would really like to make that. Yeah. Um, well, at least he's he's still close. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But Anthony definitely is is the, the equivalent of Spencer, and uh, yeah, props is. to him, man. Forget. I that saw it, I saw it in his eyes. Yeah, they've got a good oh, yeah. team over there for sure. Yeah, it's, man. It's really, they were a pleasure to work with the whole process. And he's got all these sets and people, and I they know. just casually built this. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll build this level two Mac. <laughs> so, yeah, do we have to send that back? By the and way? they were ready like a week <laughs> before us too. They they they've got their video. Christian, done. did you? Uh, no, do I think that's send ours. It back? What? Ours. Dude, I can't wait to play these games, dude. I know Sam's gonna be playing some marathon. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yep. that dude, is now our computer. When I saw Oregon Trail on there. Man, Jake, when you come back, man, it's gonna be you and that computer when you're here staying for a week, man. Once Dude, we all go home, yeah, I know what Jake's doing. Oregon I know what Jake's trail, doing. Man. He's going to Oregon. Oregon should I ford yep. the river, or should I cock the wagon and try to float it across? I don't know. I can't tell you what to do in your Oregon Trail. 
all you can do is guess, you know, should I, should I hunt? Should I hunt so often that all the animals go scarce or should I press on? I don't know. Uh, The only thing I know about the Oregon trail is you can get gonorrhea. You can get gonorrhea. Yeah. It's it's, (laughs) it's like winning. They're not messing around. Like your, your whole family can die. Final boss. And and final boss is gonorrhea. You ever hear of the Donner party? That can happen to you. That can happen to you, man. We should. Oh my God. We should play as the Donner party and see what happens. Can you do that? Do they give you like, like negative buffs? Maybe we can get, maybe we can get LTT Anthony to amend the game so that we can do that. Oh man. It's probably open source at this point. We could probably Probably. do that. Peter could probably code that game. There you go. Yeah. Our resident game designer. Yeah. Has anyone downloaded and played Smush Brethren yet, either here or from the audience? Oh, no. Not yet. Okay. Um, I would be interesting or interested to hear how that works from the audience, like if it is functional. (laughs) There is a trailer that explains how to download it. Gotcha. Um, But that's 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 cool that we put it out as we go. Yeah. I'm glad it actually didn't just die in that video, you know? Yeah. Um, who's your favorite character, guys? Let us know. Matt. Matt is my favorite if y'all, character. If y'all like the slide whistle, <laughs> I got a feature on <laughs> is it. Is that He's your attack? Got a special. If you want to hear more of the slide whistle, uh, it's in the, the, start, the start screen of the game. <laughs> I'm playing the freaking Smush Brother. And oh, yeah, that was so funny. Um, one thing uh, we've been talking about, Sam and Nico and I, um, is uh, doing is getting back to a few Corridor videos now. Nice. Oh, it's about time. That's yeah. that's what I've been freaking craving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. doing anything in production like that. Yeah, yeah. so those things are so much yeah. fun. I think as we come out of this, and you know, now I mean, it's even easier now. We know that half the team, well, all the teams, pretty much either had it or yeah. vaxxed. So, mm-hmm. um, so we can kind of you know get get j- jump back into a few of this. Uh, a few of these ideas that we've been holding on to. So I'm super excited about that. Even just today, I was going through and kind of compiling a short list of, of ideas that we've been holding on to for, for the last, you know, year or two. Um, So a minute, man. Yeah. And people have been asking and honestly, we've been itching too. It's just, it was so hard with, with um, everything going on last year. It was really hard to get people together to film for that kind of stuff. And you know, we were just doing everything we could to keep our head above water with ev- everything else. Yeah. Um, so podcast. Jordan. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Jordan's here. Oh, hey, Jordan. Surprise guest. Hi, Surprise Jordan. Guest Jordan. Just interrupt. Yeah, she I can't hear it. you, but. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. She chooses. They said not hi. <laughs> 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 just miming everything. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we'll be getting back into the swing of that as the summer comes in and I'm super excited for that. Um, we'll probably put a few more ideas on the green light page, um, you know, for YouTube, like, but just, you know, things like, uh, locations, um, you know, special quarter crew episodes that'll be kind of like specifically tailored to those productions, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, we'll be, we'll be all part of it. So. Yeah, man. Cool. It'll be fun yeah. to get back in the swing of things. Just you know, I yeah. guess back to fully normal. Yeah, Funny that we had to get it on the tail end, but hey, yeah. then, we'll get, <laughs> then we'll be able to go right back to normal. The timing, literally, the, the timing just, though is is literally ironic. It's it's insane. It's like you the last guy to get bit by the zombie in the zombie movie. Yeah, the like, oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. End, you know. Yeah, the, right. dude, they got the hub. Everybody's like survival. You got your mm-hmm. survivor, but dude, one guy really gets bit. Wanna, some of the most tragic deaths of war and, and like other human atrocities are when the thing is over. Yeah. But people are still dying because one thing or another, like when I was doing all that civil war studying, uh, like there's, there was this one boat and they put all these, uh, union soldiers on this boat and it was this giant, giant, uh, river boat. And they were like, yeah, we're going home. And they had him like leave in Richmond or something. Mm. This thing has a boiler explode. Well, there's like 2,500 people on this boat and like half of them died. Um, Imagine going through four years 
of civil of the, the American Civil War, like pit warfare. People don't have shoes. Half your friends are dying from freaking diseases, not even from the fighting. And then you get on this boat and you're all elated to go home. And then boom. Spoiler. <laughs> just, yeah, hmm. man. It happened a lot in World War One too, where like yeah. you know after armistice was called, like well, some people just didn't get the the message, you know. Yeah, uh, it happens have a lot. Heard, have you heard of that guy? Um, well, this happened with a lot of Japanese soldiers. Dan Carlin has a whole hardcore history on it, but there's this guy um, Imoto, I think. Oh yeah, the guy who held out. Yeah, he for like crazy amount of time. He he uh, did not surrender. Until 1976, crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah, that just goes to whole, show you the it, the, the yeah. like mind state of the, like in the indoctrination that these soldiers, everyone on every side went through. You know, Americans, Japanese, Dude. Germans. But the, it was just the, like hardcore nationalism. Listen, man. You should listen to the hardcore history on it because yeah. the 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 Dan Carlin like his breakdown of it and why that happened because it's not about like okay who was this guy? It's, 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 it's the whole thing is about how mm-hmm. did this happen? How do you get to a point where somebody's surrendering 31 years yeah. after this, the, the end of a conflict? And I believe that's to? how he opens Supernova <laughs> like in the it, East, right? He like starts with that anecdote, right? right to set up yeah. the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and Crazy. his, the best analogy for it is like, he keeps saying it throughout the podcast, like, Japanese culture was like any other at the time, only more so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's a it's a great analogy because he ties he ties it into all these things, and it's uh, man, it's fascinating. Um, but he was he was off on some like um, I think it was one of the islands of the Philippines, um, actually. Mm. And he was yeah, and they dropped a bunch of pamphlets over to like try to tell him, and they yeah. even had people from the Japanese government go and tell him that the war was over. But because he had only sworn to his corporal or not his corporal, like his colonel or something. He had only sworn to this one guy. I will not come mm. out until you tell me the war is over. They had to drag this guy from wherever he was living in his old age to go tell this guy that the war was over. And it was only then that he stopped, that he like laid down his arms. Oh, gee. Wow. Pretty crazy. Even, he kept even, his rifle service. I think yes. he even like shot at people, right? Did yes, some people he, get wounded? He killed, he killed he like six people. people. Oh, my God. Yeah. insane. He killed oh, like six God. people. And they were like, they were just locals, I think, too. Who right. were just like kind of like going, you know, walking down a path or whatever. I think and, people yeah. people would go and try to find him. And yeah. and I think when they would do that, he would defend his territory. <laughs> That's what he was yeah. doing. Right. Well, I mean, imagine it from his perspective. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Yeah. What is that called? Because I was just going through uh, con- the Dan Carlin's uh, cons, is, and that one's really uh, good. Supernova, I believe, in the Supernova East. in the East, yeah. yeah. Really good that one out. I like Dan Carlin. I'm liking his stuff. Dude, and he yeah. goes back to, like, into the history of Japan and stuff. It's really interesting if you want kind of an overview of, like, how the Empire got to where, well. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like went. four parts. It's four. Oh, wow. It's three or four parts. Such his, a good podcast. His uh, his breakdown of World War One was what inspired me to read uh, uh, the Civil War. Like, because mm. it was only after I listened to that and I felt like I was there. You know, because yeah. he goes into so much detail over the course of like twenty five hours or something. And after, after you get to the end of it, and you feel like not not like you were there, but you 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 know so much, and it, it's like it's visceral. And I wanted that experience again, so that's when I just got into it. That's when I go watch oh. Ken Burns, The Civil oh, War. <laughs> yeah. KB, classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. I, it's hard for me to make it through some of his stuff. The Vietnam one he did, that one's hard to get through, bro. It makes me yeah. feel sick to my stomach, uh, you know, some of the stuff I, he goes into. Yeah. That one, man, like, obviously, like, my our parent, that's our parents' generation, obviously. Yeah. And, you know... My dad, he he didn't get drafted because he had bad psoriasis. Um, mm. But he, that's the only reason why he didn't is he was he didn't have a college degree. Like he didn't, you know, he was like a perfect candidate. Um, born in 1950, so at the height of the war, he was like yeah. 19. Um, and he had a ton of friends that went. Like one of my one of my mom's boyfriends before she started dating my dad was there, and um, I didn't know much about it because no one, no one really talked about it. But after I watched that and like I, I kind of took the whole thing in, I was like, well, that I can't believe we don't have more of a 
like here is this huge event that happened that significantly affects everything that's still going on today. Like you need to know about this because it contextualizes so many different things. Um, Like I was, I felt like I had been, you know, it's like like, still buried in our culture. Yeah. You know, like we we still kind of don't. Yeah. You see it pop up in movies every once in a while, but uh, the scale of like slaughter was pretty, Insane. Scale like, of hey, slaughter. That was hey, the we first... know they're out there somewhere. So go walk around in the woods until they fire at you, and that's <laughs> yeah, how you find them. Is like on them. your point take, man dies. That's how you find the enemy. Like, take that hill so, and then give uh, it up again, and then take it again and give it up again. And hey, don't go into Cambodia because we can't. Yeah. Um, no. Even though all of their arms and munitions are going up and down the Ho Chi Minh Trail, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, um, not to get into the politics of that, but now we like know why the, the hippies were <laughs> right. We but that, yeah. that contextual, that was the first time where people like had a adverse of a strongly adverse, like reaction to a type of like, you know, international engagement that the United States was the forefront player in. Yeah. And obviously that now carries into today. Like, so it's, you know, Oh yeah. It's crazy. Everyone should know about it. Everyone should watch that documentary at least. Definitely. It's so well presented. Ken yeah. Burns. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason right. why there's a whole effect you... named after him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pioneer, man. He's a pioneer. Did you also know that he's a man of quilts? A man, a man? of quilts? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ken Burns has a, a, a extensive quilt collection. <laughs> wow. Holy. Yeah. Yeah, it's Good it's a him. weird it's a weird thing, but um, I mean, yeah, I've I've heard of weirder collections before, so you know, if because yeah. uh, you get to make the quilts, you got to choose the fabric. I, I don't think he makes them; <laughs> he he buys them. Oh no, okay, yeah, because you know, buys- being a documentarian, it's almost like making a quilt. You know, you get all these these different. You know, <laughs> I think that's why he likes them. <laughs> I think that's why he likes them because he buys okay. them and they they represent all these different eras of history and all these different mm. cultures. Because that's cool. That's what people do when they make a quilt. They they put their culture yeah. into it. Yeah, that's mm. pretty. It's just scraps, like you know, making something out of scraps. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's the coolest shit ever. Hey, everyone has their weird hobby, weird collection, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you'd know anything about that, Nick. Nothing. No. <laughs> Just ignore everything behind me. Your coins. At all. Are those the coins? I got some coins back there. Yeah, I got some <laughs> coins. Let's see. Let's see which coin. I got some coins back there. Here's Show a us cool your one. coins. Here's Yo, a cool Nick, one. I still have this guy. Oh, sick. What, what is that? It's a dope one. Wait, can I guess before you tell me? Can I guess? Yeah. After base, yeah, just based it. on what you've taught me. Sure. Oh wow, it's a Cistertius. Okay, it's obviously Roman. It's late Roman. What Ish. is that? Ish. I can't. I can't. Re- I can't read the year on it. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, this one, I'm not sure of the year because the inscription's pretty pretty messed up. But see this little. Uh, I think that's victory probably. There, okay. and then you have mm. SC. Okay, what does that there, mean? I believe it stands for just the Roman state. Um, okay. I think it's like Securitas Civilis or something is what it. I'm, I believe sure. it stands for. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, but it's where was that found? Good question, man. I bought that one on uh, on online, so I didn't oh, like okay. clean that one or anything. Oh, gotcha. But I have had some time to get back into it with coronavirus like this week i was just like yeah. man maybe i'll clean a coin or two just so stop some of these just old coins literally polish yeah, off a coin or two aren't yeah. they aren't they worth more though and you don't clean them all the way well you got to clean them you got to get the dirt off but not the patina because right. you know you, you don't want to strip them down to the bare metal because then it's like oh, you could have made that any day you know mm. the, the age is what makes it obviously right. valuable so but you want to so, be yeah. able to read it so you got to get the dirt off yeah yeah it's it, you want to just like take the dirt off and not like strip it down to the metal so it's yeah. it's hard though it takes a lot wow. of patience wow. so mm. i seldom have time to do it anymore that's why i just buy them sometimes because <laughs> i don't know it's it, it's like a fun little hobby to dive into it's real man you're touching history dude for sure you're touching history in a major way and like people made this they they were the first like form of art that was widely circulated, the first form of almost social media, you know. If you think right. about it, with this 
coined this guy is, I think it's Maxentius. Or no, this is, yeah, I think it's Maxentius. But he's basically saying, check it out. Here's a selfie of me. I'm the shit. (laughs) Right. So, and this gets broadcast all over the empire. It was almost the only form of communication that an emperor, you know, besides maybe like, you know, sending out announcements to the town crier. I mean, this was what people were using every day. So imagining the hands that this went through and like what the, you know, yeah. what was bought what was with bought that coin. With that. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. It's, so that's why how many I like likes it. that coin got. Right. Probably how a lot. Like they just physically go coin. thumbs up and then yeah. <laughs> collect the thumbs. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun to like be, when you do clean them off, you're the first person to see that since it was probably, you know, dropped in the mud by some Roman or provincial yeah, wow. or whoever the hell, you know, like this guy I just cleaned the other day. I don't know if you can see him. It's mm. really hard to see him, but he's kind of a uh, motley guy. I'm going to do a video with Daniel on this on the website, so I'll get more into the coins okay, soon. Cool. I'll even Beagle. clean a yes. couple for you guys. Um, Jake, when you're in town, if you want to, if anyone else wants to clean them, I got a bunch, so I could give you guys a little Dude, lesson. Whiskey and, and coin cleaning, count Let's me do it. That yeah. sounds fun. I'm Let's down. Do Crew cut season two. There you All go. Right. Cool. Um, cool. Well, yeah, let's definitely do that. I'm actually I'm cool. planning on coming into town at the end of the month, maybe cool. early May. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Sweet, Sweet man. You know, speaking of, crew cut, speaking, of, speaking of crew cuts, you know who has had trouble with this whole like week where everyone is out is Daniel because his <laughs> yeah. content relies yeah, solely man. on us being in the office. So, yeah, 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 today he was like, he went up to me today, he went up to me asking like if I could do like if we could just like <laughs> anybody like, else. Hey, he's like, he's just can like, I freaking, feel, can I film something with you <laughs> looking for scraps, yeah. looking for any scraps he can, you know, conjure up. Um, I think hopefully but, he has a backlog of, of footage, but yeah, yeah I can imagine yeah, he's there. sitting there like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, it's There's funny because no he, he may have dodged the virus because of how consistently he is working. Daniel's still yeah, working. That's, that's, Daniel's, that's true. That's it's like our, a, uh, <laughs> it's I'm sad that didn't make it into the Smush Brethren game. I know. Because oh, yeah. like, so, some of the funniest jokes in that video were like, Daniel's still working. <laughs> Daniel's still working. <laughs> the 24-7 live stream of Daniel in the corner <laughs> as you play, just working. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Seeing with the desk in the background. There's no, only a couple is... of us that don't play. So. And it's kind of like the catchphrase. If anybody's slacking off, he's like, hey, Daniel's over there still working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is my homage to Daniel as I play us out here. Slide whistle, whistle. Sorry, you need slide whistle? Yes, we need slide whistle because my mouth is too dry to get a tone. Mm, Help us out, Matt. Come on, other people ask for a little more slide whistle. If you see a man out there working, it's probably Daniel. Just know that. There you go. <laughs> if you see a wren out there working, he's probably getting filmed by Daniel. <laughs> okay, again. Again. He's working right now. Working at the beach. Working in the field. Working in them content fields. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. That was beautiful.